Finding Japan. Quickie, quickie. Oh, wait. I've done books. We've done movies. Today, we're going to do everyone's favorite, favorite Japanese food. Yes, that's right. Sushi. No. We're going to talk about natto. What the fuck is natto? And why am I saying it? Natto. I don't know why. I think I'm just doing that because it's fun and probably annoying. And what do we need more in these times than annoyance? I can't think of anything else that people need more. Yes, I'm going to talk about natto, which is、uh, fermented soybeans.、Uh, natto is a Japanese delight that most non Japanese can't stand.、Uh, so, you know, what is it? What is it, what is it about natto that's so deliciously captivating?、Uh, well, it's just interesting, right? It's very, very different and from a lot of. Foods eaten in、uh, especially Western countries. There's other fermented products and similar things in Korea and China and other parts of Asia. And I've heard also in Africa, there's different cultures where there's you know, various fermented foods, but fermented foods are not necessarily the biggest deal in most、uh, like Western European cultures. Although that's not completely true, there's a lot of fermented fish type stuff in、uh, Scandinavia. And I think there's some fermented sausages in Germany. Anyway, but you know, natto is quite、uh, interesting and quite unique to Japan in its, you know,、uh, natto form.、Uh, so basically, yes, it's fermented soybeans. And I don't know if you've ever seen it,、uh, but it usually comes in these,、uh, I think it might not be officially styrofoam anymore, but poly. Something, anyways, looks like styrofoam packets to me, so I'm just going to call it styrofoam.、Uh, it's probably not the classic old school horrible styrofoam, but I don't know, maybe it is. So it comes in these little packages, usually a pack of three, like a, a set of three packs.、Um, and you, it's a, the packages are about how big? I don't know, like three by three or something, three by three, four by four, three by three inches.、Uh, it's a cool little packet. I'll link. Some pictures and some、uh, resources for you to check out so you can figure out what this natto is. And you pop that little sucker open. It's got a little lid. And there's usually a plastic, well, there's usually a little, like, a, kind of a, a, light, a light soy sauce, lighter than your standard soy sauce, along with a little、uh, Japanese hot mustard, karashi. And so then you take those little two little packets out and then you Take off the plastic film that's on top of the natto, trying to kind of move it around so that the sticky, stringy stuff、uh, doesn't make all the natto beans stick to the plastic. And then you throw that away and then you throw in your little soy sauce and you mix it around about a good 20, 30 times. And then you throw in your、uh, little hot mustard packet, mix that around, and then you usually eat the natto on hot rice. So, what makes natto so interesting and so kind of.、Um, Surprising for a lot of people. Well, one, it's fermented, so it stank. And it's also、uh, very, very like slimy, sticky, and stringy. So, what happens is, is due to the fermentation process, natto becomes this kind of, the beans become really yeah, sticky and slimy. And in, ja- in Japanese, it's ito hiku. It means like for the sh- strings to be pulled. Okay. Yeah. 
so when you go go at it with your chopsticks, there's all these like almost like spider web like strings coming out of it. Uh, yeah, I know I'm not making a good case for this stuff, but uh, I can't explain it, but it's delicious. And my theory behind it, my amateur armchair theory behind it is umami. So, you know, savory. It's the same way stank ass cheeses are delicious. Not everybody likes that flavor profile, but I love it. Um, but I'm kind of obsessed with it. I like fermented foods. I like funky ass foods. Um, that's just always been my thing. And uh, yeah, so I've been eating natto since I was a little kid. Uh, my mom is from Yamagata, northern Japan, uh, northeastern Japan. Uh, it, it's eaten all over the country, but it is traditionally a Kanto, so the Tokyo area north of Kanto, uh, Tohoku, which is kind of northeast Japan, uh, all the way up through Hokkaido. So those are the areas where it's traditionally where it's traditionally popular. Uh, but today, you know, it's eaten all over the country. Uh, apparently, according to Wikipedia uh, and some survey, 70% of Japanese people love natto. And then the other people, there's a bunch of people eat it for health benefits. Apparently, it's very healthy for you. I'm not quite sure. I mean, it is a protein. I guess it's got certain vitamins, uh, maybe a little fiber. Yeah, I don't care. I just find it really delicious. Uh, but it's something I've eaten since I was a little kid. Um occasionally when friends would come over and i was i don't know just like hungry and i'm gonna eat some natto my friends are like what are you eating it's like "Mm, it's natto it's delicious so yeah it smells a little like dirty socks or something um i don't know if that's quite the right i don't know some kind of funky smell and it's really sticky and stringy and yeah and a lot of japanese people eat it uh some cool things like personally i remember I liked it from when I was a little kid. Uh, my brother, from my memory, didn't seem to like it. But I think he was really little when he didn't like it. But that just stuck in my head. And, you know, I went off to, eventually went off to college. And then I came to live in Japan. And I would just go back home, you know, it, basically in my 20s, I'd go back home once a year. And I remember just one time I was home for the holidays. Um, my family live outside of Seattle. And I was home for the holidays from Japan. And I you know, go downstairs to the kitchen and my brother's sitting there eating his bowl of natto on rice. Right. And I'm like, you like natto? And he just gave me this look like, you know, Jigro, please. Jigro, by the way, is Negro and Japanese combined. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, he just looked at me like, yeah, duh. Doesn't, you know, like, come on now. Like I'm half, I'm Japanese. My mom's Japanese. I love the natto. And I'm like, I don't remember you liking the natto when you were a kid. But, you know, so, I mean, suffice it to say, there are plenty of Japanese kids who like it. But it's also a little bit of, a, you know, acquired taste. Um, I've also known a few, uh, I know a few foreigners, a few Westerners, a uh, few non-Japanese who like natto, a few friends of mine. And I also even have even known people who, I'm like, you like natto? Because they're, you know, he's eating it or talking about it. it came up in conversation somehow so i'm like you like not doing like no but it's healthy for me so i eat it every morning i'm like okay weird <laughs> i think there's other ways you can get some health benefits and eating something you don't like i secretly suspect he likes it but you know i don't know maybe he was funky at first and maybe he acquired the flavor for the taste for it and likes it now who knows but i just thought that was kind of funny um uh, the other thing it was kind of because it's originally more from eastern and north north northeastern japan uh, it, 
it's uh, if you go back a, a generation or two in Western Japan, so Osaka and further west, it's not quite as popular. And I even have some friends who did not really grow up eating. They, they, they can eat it. They like it. Uh, they've come to like it, but they didn't really grow up eating it as kids. Um, and like if you're from Osaka for Western, from the Western part of Japan. Uh, but I mean, today, you know, it's eaten all over the country just because, you know, food travels so well now with refrigeration and technology and, you know, you know, air, air shipping and all that kind of stuff. We're not really, you know, there are still regional cuisines, but things get spread out very, you know, get become nationalized very quickly. And apparently it also kind of, although it's a traditional food and I think it has a, you know, a few hundred years of history, um, it kind of became popular again in Japan in the post-war period as something that's healthy, uh, probably easy because it's fermented, easy to like, uh, store, although it, it does need refrigeration, but you know, it doesn't really go bad that quickly. It dries out and when it dries out, you don't really want to eat it, but, uh, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it just became popular after after the war and during Japan's recovery period and just became a popular kind of national food that's considered healthy and traditional and all that kind of stuff. Um, but a few years ago, back in 07, there's a, there was a Japanese TV show called Aru Aru Daijiten. And I guess, I don't know, it's like a kind of a quiz slash like information, like, uh, like trivia kind of show. And, you know, they'll introduce some like uh, some trend or knowledge or some health tip. And then they'll have, you know, do some, I guess, make a little mini documentary out of it on the show. I, I didn't really watch the show, but the show had a, one of their episodes was about, uh, diet diets specifically, uh, that natto is good for dieting. And by dieting, I mean, weight loss. Uh, yeah. So this episode comes out, Oh, natto is good for dieting, you know, and, and I'm living in Kobe at the time. And I heard about this show, this, you know, this episode of this show coming out, talking about how natto is good for diets. And I remember going to the supermarket and the supermarkets were sold out of natto. I'm like, all right, really? Like, really? You just had it now? Like, you didn't like this stuff before? You didn't care for it now? And now you have to buy it all out? Because what, your dumbass doesn't want to go for a run or lay off the cookies? I don't know, whatever, right? So it was all cool. Well, it wasn't cool. I was like, oh, my natto. <sighs> you know, as a red-blooded Japanese male, I was like, oh, I got to have my natto. So uh, about a week later or so, it turns out that the basically that the show had kind of like made up a lot of facts about natto's dietary properties. Uh, look, it probably is good. You know, it's not fattening food. If you're eating natto in, in lieu of eating, you know, I don't know, pouring cheese on your rice or you know i don't know whatever could be fattier you know sure i'm sure it has i don't know if effects on losing weight but it probably doesn't hurt but apparently they were wrong there were some like factual errors and i think the show apologized and even went off the air i don't know if he was just gonna go off the air anyway eventually but it kind of i think it got canceled because of that little scandal about the natto diet and then, of course, go back to the supermarkets after the natto diet has been disproven. And what do you see? Oh, plenty on the shelves. Natto. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, natto um, is delicious, as I keep mentioning. Uh, 
basically eat it on rice. Uh, but there are other, there's, uh, there's natto rolls, you know, like sushi rolls, but, you know, with the nori and the rice, but instead of some fish or some cucumber in the middle, natto in the middle, uh, natto maki. Uh, there's natto jiru, which is basically a miso soup with natto in it. There's different types of natto. So there's, there's the bean sizes. So, uh, you can get the, um, uh, what is it? Uh, the goku kotsubu, which is like the super tiny, um, bean size natto, where the natto bean is, what would be an equivalent? I don't know. Anyway, you know, if, if an edamame is like a really huge soybean, imagine like even like a, a ha- less than half that, like a third of a size of edamame. And then like barely half the size of edamame would be like a standard size natto bean. Uh, there's also in between the super small and the, medium sized and there's larger natto too and there's natto that can be made out of uh black beans like japanese black beans i'm not sure is that a type of soybean i'm just kind of confused about what that black bean is that they eat in japan called kuromame in in japanese which just means black bean doesn't explain a lot um but yeah i can't believe that this episode on fermented soybeans is going now 13 minutes but (laughs) i'm almost finished i'll get out of your ear uh a popular thing to do is put green onions you know the scallions um, chop them up and toss those on top of your natto and then mix it all up together and then eat that on your rice. Uh, some people mix in the mentaiko fish roe with the natto. Um, there's a bunch of things you can put in there. A little bit of sesame uh, seeds. You can do uh, a raw egg mixed with natto or quail egg mixed with natto. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there's weird funky things like uh like uh yaki udon kind of like a stir fried udon noodles with natto or natto in om in in an omelet or you know probably other traditional funky ways of eating natto there's plenty of ways to go about it uh so i know it is you know it is the corona times i don't know what sorry what that weirdly kind of you know yeah inappropriate accent was i don't know just it's corona time i'm losing my mind um so you know i don't know how much access you have to a local asian slash japanese grocer um probably the amazons could help you out too i don't know today's ship not though i don't know if they do that kind of stuff um but yeah if you can find a packet of natto and you know google some information about it and hook yourself up give it a try pour it on your rice man you might get into it who knows man you might find your next love you might be like "Mm," as you're like you know lips and mouth are all sticky and stringy and things are just like spider webs are flying around from your bowl of rice and and all your family members are running away from you because you're eating some stank ass food yeah 